one day we could send out the video so you could just see us rocking out to that intro because uh it's worth it maybe i can just clip that out so but hello to all the talking of queen's heads out there i don't really know what to call y'all yet but we're hoping you're having a wonderful day and an even better week for us it's tuesday who knows what day and what year it is for you guys to be out on the airwaves for a long time ball is in the air baseball is in the playoffs football is back LeBron James about to win another NBA title. Josh Coondog, how is your day going today? Uh, I'm fair to Midland. How you doing, bud? Hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. Just getting fired up for this presidential debate that's going to start here in an hour and a half or so. Nice. Well, we're glad you're here, Josh. Now let me introduce your adversary, the golden child of Auburn Ultimate, the boss man from Brazelton, Mr. Jellybean, Matthew Pinson. Jellybean, how's your week going? Hey, buddy. Everything is great over here in Brazelton. I'm surrounded by all these dogs, though. They think they're going to win this coming up weekend, but I got news for them. It's not going to happen. But uh, you had a birthday this week, so I want to say happy birthday to A-Town. Um, the coon dog didn't mention it. That's just how inconsiderate he is. Forgot all about it. While he might be lousy and low down sometimes, he does know his King of Q. So I'm just excited to dig into this episode tonight and hear what the Coon Dogs got to say about it. So let's get it rolling. Well, I appreciate that. And I missed your call. Sorry, I was in rural Mississippi. Phone service ain't too good over there. Uh, but they, those dogs were pretty excited about getting a win uh, too as well. And I didn't hear from old Josh Coon Dog on my birthday, but I heard from you and about three other people on this yeah. uh I don't, I, didn't, I don't know your birthday, dude. I mean, that's so. all right. What's yours? May 29th? I don't on Facebook, so I don't get notified. That's <laughs> all right, man. It's all right. But <laughs> before we get into today's episode, we got a few housekeeping items to go through. Josh, this one goes for you first. Social media is up and running. So tell the listeners where they can find us. It looks like we added a couple things. Yeah, we're, we're up and running on the, on the Book of Faces. Facebook, you can, uh, we've got a page. Uh, you can just search Talking of Queens podcast and it should should pop up. So go out there and give us a like. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Krissa for giving us our first like the other day. We got a, got a message from her. So appreciate you, Krissa, for going out there and liking us. We're also on the Instagram at Talking of Queens. So give us a follow there as well. And we're on the Twitter. I just need to log back in there. Somebody does. Uh, Talking of Queens, I think, is the same thing as well. So. Um, but that's good news. Good job, CD. Thank you, Krissa. And uh, Mr. Kevin James, you have no excuses not to find us now. Now We're all connected. Um, and you can you certainly know what Talk King of Queens is, or King of Queens is, rather. So, um, But uh, before we get into the episode, last time we were here, I asked uh, our audience to submit a few questions to Mr. Jellybean. 
in a new segment I'm calling Jib Jab with Jelly Bean. And hopefully we'll have um, some good uh, theme music for that to go in the future. Um, so, Mr. Jellybean, here are a few questions. Artie from L.A. wants to know, when will you be allowing guest commentators? Mm. How would that work? Is there any elaboration or details? No details. I think there's just a lot of people that want to do watch do this with us. Um, um, Artie from D.C., L.A., New Orleans, wherever it is you live these days, uh, elaborate. I'm interested. Give me some details, and uh, maybe we can see if we can figure something out. Next question. Justin Vogt from D.C. wants to know, Jelly Bean, who is the Spence in your group of friends and why? Oh, boy. All right. Well, you self-proclaim yourself to be Spence, but I can't do it. I can't give it to you. I'm going to go with Robert from D.C. How about Dang. that? I think I think he's in New Orleans now, though he moved. Well, see, everybody just moves <laughs> everywhere. Um, but yeah, he's he's uh, his own individual. You've if you've seen his hair lately, um, it's it's pretty out of control. So I'll, I'll give it to Robert from New Orleans. He also said he hadn't cut his hair in about a year and a half or something like that. So um, next we got Fred from Tallahassee. He wants to know Jelly Bean will Florida State win a game this year? Fred, I have great news for you. Florida State plays Jacksonville State this weekend. And I'm going ahead and predicting it around 7 o'clock p.m. on Saturday. You guys are going to be tomahawk chopping or whatever it is you do. It's going to be a big win from the Knoll. So, uh, Fred from Sandy Springs, you can be feeling good about this weekend. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And then I got one more. This one goes to Josh. So, there was a loyal listener um, sent me an article about the possibility of a K of Q reunion. Apparently Kevin James confirmed that this was maybe in the works, although he wasn't too committal. So Josh, what do you think about this? I actually saw that headline. I didn't really read the article. I don't know the details behind it, but, uh, but that's pretty, pretty sweet. Um, my only question is, do you think we'll get invited? Oh, absolutely. I think we'll be like the premise of the show. Like we are the ones that are, I mean, you think it's a coincidence that within five episodes of us doing this podcast and all of a sudden (laughs) they're talking about a reunion show. You think that's a coincidence? No, those numbers are coming up and they know exactly what's happening. We're a pretty big deal in that franchise. I'm just saying there ain't no, you know, they ain't around without us. That's for sure. So, with that and those questions, you can keep sending them to us each week. We'll do jib-jab with Jelly Bean as much as we can. Um, So, with those questions, let's go ahead and get into today's shenanigans. And today we are covering episode five, entitled Paternal Affairs. And this episode initially aired on October 19th, 1998, and received an 8.0 rating from IMDb. Um, So, the cold open starts with Carrie. Um, icing a cake. She takes a couple looks around to make sure no one's watching. Speaking of no one's looking. And then she gushes some icing in her mouth. Josh Kuhn, would you rather suck on the icing or eat the brownie batter? Wait, what was she doing? Thought she she was, like was sucking on some icing. Did you watch this week's episode? Yeah, I did. Um, I'll prove it in a minute. So yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that uh, raw brownie batter with those uncooked eggs, man. So I'm gonna go with the icing. That's surprising. I 
kind of thought you for a brownie batter guy. I mean, I love brownies, but I don't need that. I don't need them raw eggs in me. Hmm. Well, while she's enjoying her tasty treat, Douglas walks in and says, that is beautiful in so many ways. And we soon discover it's Doug and Carrie's anniversary. And we learn that Douglas has given Carrie a ring, a watch, a ring, a watch. Wait, it's a ring. It's a watch. That'll come up a lot. Pretty, uh, pretty jelly bean. You ever seen anything like a ring watch before? What are your thoughts? So I haven't seen this, but I think back in 1998, that would have been a pretty hot commodity. I mean, it was before the iPhones and all this stuff. So a ring watch, I think that's pretty tight. That's pretty interesting. I never thought about it. it must be kind of hard to, to read the, the watch, though, would be my guess. Um, so Carrie, after being kind of annoyed a little bit, directs Douglas to get the champagne flutes from the armoire. And I won't lie, it took me three or four times to spell armoire. I know what it is, but I can't spell it. So Douglas is confused. Um, so Carrie says, skinny glasses, big cabinet, which clears it right up. So when Douglas leaves, Arthur. I got a, I got a, I got a factory oh, for you. Go for um, it. All right. So if you, if you look closely, um, I may be a couple of minutes behind here, but um, whenever Carrie's talking to Doug and he's like trying to kiss her or whatever he's doing, uh, and she's like, hold on just a second. We're, it's already 20 of uh, people will be here soon. And they pan over to the right side of the screen. You can actually see, see that where they, they're moving the set a little bit on the right hand side front of the screen. There's a little, little bit of a blooper there. So uh, take a look at that. And I'm also, I'm also curious who says 20 of, I say 20 till, what do y'all say? 20 till. Yeah. 540. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't like I don't, a regional thing because I've never really. I always see it on TV, but I don't know anybody that says twenty of. I know the. I think that's almost a British saying, wouldn't they say like half past? No. Yeah, I thought actually Douglas was going to make fun of her for that, but he didn't. So um, that's kind of that's a good point. Um, didn't think about that one. And that's the uh, Josh Kuhn fun fact of the day, sponsored by Spence Ulchin. Um, so next, uh, Douglas leaves. Uh, Arthur comes up from the basement with a captain's hat and his Sunday best blue blazer. He asks Carrie what she thinks, and Carrie says, okay. And Arthur um, is excited about the party. He's looking at the guest list, but he's beside himself to learn that Carrie invited Joe Garver. I got to be honest, when I uh, heard him talk about Joe Garver, I didn't realize he would have such a prominent <laughs> role here. Uh, but Arthur responds, he said, after what that son of a bitch did to me at your wedding, wish I could do a Jerry Stiller, nobody does it like him. Uh, but apparently at the wedding, Joe took the remaining three deviled eggs from the tray. Um, and Arthur is delighted for a chance uh, at payback at uh, the uh, anniversary party. Um, so after that, we get to the awful show intro, but that brings me to another comment that I got from Artie. Uh, Artie was digging our episode this week, um, and he texted me and said, you idiots really thought the intro was the window of his truck. Uh, so I'm kind of stumped here. Um, after you said it was, I watched it again, but I'm back to thinking it might be the subway. Um, Josh, how do you respond to Artie here? You're kind of the expert on, on facts. Uh, doesn't look like any subway restaurant I've ever been to. I, I think more of like 
Well, I'm saying it looks like the subway, which is also the underground. I know we don't have those in Alabama. Um, but do you are you 100% sure that it's the inside of his truck? I'm not 100% sure. I did look again, and I don't you – know, I'm, I'm not an expert on subways, uh, being, from, being a redneck from Alabama, but uh, I'm still leaning toward truck. Jellybean, what's she thinking? So I never pay attention to that part, but if my choices are between going with Josh from Alabama or uh, Artie from L.A., I'm going to go with Artie from L.A. on this one. I'm going to say it's the subway. Thanks, so buddy. Yeah, Josh, you got a, a tough one there. I'd probably go with Artie as well just because he's a cool dude. Um, no offense. All right, well, <laughs> uh, all our listeners out there, hit us up and let us know what you think. I'm sure I'm wrong. <laughs> We'll put up a – maybe that can be our first poll question on the social media. So, um, when we return from the commercial break, um, the party is in full swing. Um, Douglas is showing off his gift to Sarah. Yes, it's the much-awaited return of Sarah. And she's looking pretty good. Sarah fakes interest, and Douglas asks Spence to take a picture. Um, and it looks like Spence is going to be the photographer for the pro- photographer for the party easy for me to say uh but Benson, before we go any further uh who what do you think of spence as a photographer i don't think he was too focused on the uh on the couple um i think he had other thoughts in mind and if you had a party who would be the photographer um definitely uh javo from dc that's an interesting one. Didn't see that in color. I feel like he would maybe have the same approach that uh, Spence had. <laughs> now, I could definitely see that for sure. Um, that is true. Um, so, it's pretty apparent that Spence is attracted to Sarah. Uh, when she leaves the room, he sniffs the air, which is a little weird. Douglas says, instead of inhaling her, maybe you should talk to her. Seems like I've heard that before from Josh uh, once or twice uh, with regard to somebody named Coco. Spence says the relationship is fine where it is, and Douglas responds, she thinks your name is Stan. Um, Spence says he's perfectly fine being in the same room with her, gathering various mental images of her, and using them when he's home. Josh, I'm kind of confused here. What's he talking about? Can you explain this one to me? I have no comment. Sorry, this is a family show. I mean, you, you say it's a family show, but... Spence is saying some things. Arthur's dropping the SOBs. I don't know. This one. This one's kind of. I don't know if you're ready to. I don't know if you're ready to uh, hear hear that explained. (laughs) That is your mind. That is probably pretty true. Definitely a mind blower for sure. Um, So the doorbell rings and in comes Aunt Sheila at the door. Doug is ecstatic. He loves his Aunt Sheila. This is his favorite aunt. He asks where Uncle Hank is, and Sheila says, "I left him a month ago." Um, and that she's excited to live her life. Um, Doug's sad, but Aunt Sheila says it will cheer him up, pour her a glass of scotch, take a little sip of it, and bring it back to her. Benson, you ever poured a glass of scotch for your parents or Aunt Virginia? I I have not. I used to have to do that back in the day. My dad would say, hey, can you go over to the kitchen and pour me a little scotch? Never tasted it, though. Never tasted it. I was too cool for that. Um, but gotta say, I like Aunt Sheila's style here. Um, from there, we see uh, Arthur's arch rival, Joe Garver. And actually, first first time I looked at him, I was like, "Man, that dude's kind of tall." Um, yeah, Arthur don't have a <laughs> Arthur don't have a chance here. 
But Mr. Garver's near the deviled egg tray. Oh, boy. Um, Arthur counts while Joe takes not one, not two, not three, but four deviled eggs from the tray. Arthur's ready to confront Joe. The Aunt Sheila steps in to calm him, and she says, just take my deviled eggs. I can't possibly eat these. Arthur introduces himself, and we finally get the middle name, and I don't think I would have known this without rewatching this episode. Arthur Eugene Spooner. What a name. Um, it looks like Sheila and Arthur are hitting it off. Um, after the party, Douglas is calling his Uncle Hank and urging him to get back with Sheila. Douglas is down, and Carrie's trying to cheer him up with her ring watch, second or third appearance of that, um, after the couple embraces. I've got, got a question about, about this scene. Um, what Doug references, he used to play not cocky. What the heck is not cocky? Is that air hockey? You know, I, I heard that too, and I meant to look it up, uh, but I have no idea. Benson, any idea what not cocky is? No, sir. I'm about to Google it. Googling it. Well, maybe one of our Yankee friends can tell us. Gosh, when you f- figure it out, we'll, we'll let you jump back in. Um, uh, some kind of like a uh, little wooden oh, – I've seen commercials for this. Some kind of little wooden uh, miniature hockey game where you try to like catapult a little puck into a, into a slit in the middle of the board. I've definitely seen it, but I didn't know what it was called. I'll have to look up an image. I don't know. That's yeah. that's a new one on me. Um, but after the couple's in a passionate, passionate kiss, Arthur enters the room and asks, is he interrupting? Arthur is there to ask for Douglas's permission, excuse me, to woo Aunt Sheila. He says, I like this, I come to you since you're her closest living relative, other than her husband, that is, which I think is really funny. Douglas says he's given him a no on this one. And Carrie asked for Doug to reconsider, Arthur dating his aunt, and after some convincing, Douglas agrees. Um, and then the next scene, we see Spence returning with the photos he took. Um, he's trying to drop them off and run out of the room, and uh, Carrie wants him to stay and review the pictures. And as Benson kind of alluded, it turns out all of the pictures are of Sarah. Sarah on the couch. Sarah bending over the couch, Sarah sleeping. Um, Something weird happens here. After apologizing, Carrie tells Spence to get some help. Um, But do you notice what he does while he leaves here? He takes that picture of Sarah sleeping, he puts it in his front pocket, and he leaves. Benson, why do you think he kept that picture? Must we keep reminding you this is a family show? I just call it like I see it, man. I hey, mean, good I, catch, though, man. I didn't notice that. I, nice, nice call. Yeah, it's a it's a little too creepy just to 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 you know let go away. So, um, Doug returns while Spence is leaving. Doug sees a picture of Carrie, or what he thinks is Carrie, leaning over the couch. He says, "You look good there. You look like you lost some weight." And Carrie tells him, "That's Sarah." Awkward turtle. Um, Benson. So, I, again, I'm not buying it. Why? What's all this with Carrie being being fat in these early episodes? Um, just wanted to call that out. I mean, maybe it's some reverse psychology to uh, make you think that Carrie's not good enough for Doug. Um, I don't know. Um, Josh, you got any theories there? No, sir. And she's also – I mean, Sarah's not 
it doesn't make sense. She's very little. Yeah, Carrie compared to Sarah, there's no comparison. Sarah is definitely a beautiful woman, but Carrie is, whew, I mean, especially then, she, whew, I mean, just too good looking. That's a good point, Pinson. I kind of kind of missed that one. So um, next we see Arthur coming up from the basement with grease in his hair and flowers in his hand. Arthur is ready for his date, but he's a little short on money. And Doug is kind of in a good mood now because he thinks this is going nowhere gives him some money and says, take Aunt Sheila somewhere nice, get her some lobster. Pan to the next morning, we see Carrie making pancakes and asks her dad if he wants any. He's not responding, so Carrie walks down to ask him. She then sees Arthur and Sheila snuggling in the bed. Someone got laid. Still a family show, though. Also, it looks like Sheila is the big spoon in this scenario. Which brings me to a question, Joshua. Do you prefer being the big spoon or the little spoon? That's private. That's uh, proprietary information. Well, this is going to make for a great podcast. we got short answers everywhere. Uh, but I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll go to the source. I'll ask Sakura. Um, when Carrie re uh, returns upstairs, uh, she finds Douglas making coffee. Doug asks Carrie how her dad's date went. Carrie responds, very well, or not so well for Douglas. Um, Carrie is trying to rush Douglas out the door, but it's too late. Aunt Sheila is coming up for her coffee. Um, Douglas is dismayed and kind of beside himself. Arthur comes up and says, Sheila, you got to get going. I've got another one of Doug's aunts coming over, which is just a great line. Benson, what do you think about that line? Great line, and then uh, it's it's even better after that when he mentions that the lobster put him right over the top, and Doug realizes that he contributed towards uh towards the situation that he's in. I mean, this is this is really good stuff. Like we're I don't know less than ten minutes in this episode, and it's already way better than the last two. Like lots of humor going on. Um, they really hit their stride in this one. Um, but as Benson said, Arthur thinks. Douglas for the money because the lobster put him over the top. Uh, Douglas and Carrie go outside to discuss the awkwardness. Carrie wonders if they were using birth control, which I didn't think was going to be something that came up. Oh, boy. Um, Douglas is thinking they might have a child, and it would be his cousin and his brother-in-law. Um, Carrie tries to calm Doug down, but it's not really working. Um uh, next scene, we're at the movies with the two couples. Although, if they're on a double date, they are not sitting beside each other. Uh, Carrie and Doug are up one row and back, and Sheila and Arthur are down one row. Doesn't seem like the best way to do a double date to me, but but anyway. Um, Arthur and Sheila are making out pretty hard in front of Doug and Carrie and, and uh, family show, but Arthur's getting a little handsy. Uh, next scene, we see Carrie... Uh, on top of Douglas, uh, kissing him, roll tight on that. Uh, but Douglas isn't in the mood, and uh, Douglas says he can't do something with Carrie while he knows Arthur is in the same house doing stuff with Aunt Sheila. And Car Carrie says, oh, don't worry. You know, they're playing music. They're probably just dancing. Her dad likes to dance. Um, Douglas seems to buy this, uh, and he tries to get back to business. But all of a sudden, the record is stuck on repeat 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 and Doug asks why aren't they fixing the record 
And Gary says they will, but it just takes some time to walk over and do it. An awkward five to ten seconds later, Doug and Carrie look at each other and say, nighty night. Joshua, before we get into it, why do you think that – what were they doing? Why couldn't they get over and fix the record? Buddy, buddy we got to have a talk. We'll do that off air. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm getting no good responses today. Nobody will tell me nothing. Um, I, got a, I got a fun fact for you. Um, uh, the name of the song that was playing on the record is is Just a Gigolo, I Ain't Got Nobody by Louis Primo. Nice. That is a fun fact. Uh, wow, Josh is killing it. We need to get some, some good music there, fun facts with Josh. Um, I like it. That's a good one. It's a lot better than your last one last week, which was none, I think. In the next scene, uh, Spence – whoops. Yeah, Spence is dropping off some Photoshop pictures to Doug, um, and he's leaving. And who does he run into but Sarah? Coondog, what would you be thinking if you were in Spence's shoes right now? I think this is probably more of a question for you. You're the king of awkward interactions with females. So I think I got to push this one back on you. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty good in some situations, but in this one – I would be trying to get out of this as quick as possible. Um, but Spence isn't, isn't so lucky here, unfortunately. So Sarah greets Spence and Spence says, hi. She asks him, what's your name again? And he's like, Stan. So he had a chance to clear it up. I probably would do this, to be honest. If they thought my name was Chris, I would, I would still say Chris. Uh, poor, poor Stan slash Spence. It's not really working out for him. Sarah says she loves the pictures. There was just something so great about them. And she says she needs some new shots for her portfolio. Um, but Spence says he can, can help, but he can only do it in the evenings. And she frowns and Spence says, or he could do it in the daytime if he just quits his job. Uh, Spence has quite the crush here. Mr. Jellybean, when, when was your last crush like this? Boy, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I'm just ready to walk away from my job just to just to hang out with a girl for a little while. So Spence has got it pretty bad right here. He does. Um, he does. Back in the kitchen, uh, we're there with Doug eating some cereal. Uh, Arthur arrives up the stairs. He says, Doug, you look tired. Doug's, Doug says, yeah, I didn't get much sleep. Arthur responds, I didn't either if you get my drip. Drift. I messed that up. But Yowzers. Uh, that was a great, a great line. Probably one of my favorites. Uh, Arthur informs Douglas he's looking for permission to make Aunt Sheila the fourth and hopefully final Mrs. Arthur Spooner. Maybe, Joshua, you can find the other three wives' names as a fun fact. Jellybean. So I'm also going to reject this premise, too. I mean, would you be this upset about your aunt seeing somebody? Like, I just don't think it would be a big deal. But she's not just seeing somebody. She's seeing somebody in your basement, and it's your yeah. father-in-law that you don't really like. I don't know, maybe. Well, right. not don't really like. I wouldn't like it. It would be weird. Maybe it's I'm just the weirdness. Like okay. that's, but, I'll give you that. And so uh, after uh, Arthur is looking for permission for Aunt Sheila's uh, to propose, Douglas says, what are you insane? 
Arthur replies, I know what you're thinking. Why buy the cow when you're getting the milk for free? Well, the fact is, I love that cow. Coondog, you're great with the one-liners. What are you thinking about these zingers from Arthur? Oh, man, he's got so many good ones in this episode, and his his delivery is, is superb. Um, I got a recommendation to our viewers. Go out and, and YouTube John Mulaney, uh, Why Buy the Cow? There's a John Mulaney bit about that phrase, about that old saying that is hilarious. It's about three or four minutes long. You'll be so glad you did. Adam, have you seen that one? I, I don't know that I have. It's not ringing any bells. Maybe I'll I'll look it up and put it in the email. Um, really good. I don't know that I have. Uh, it goes into good. like how it's kind of you know an outdated sexist saying and just makes a bunch <laughs> of has some good stuff in there. That's pretty funny. Um, I'm sure I could I could probably deliver it just as well as him, but I'm gonna go <laughs> on that. <laughs> Jellybean looks much enthused over there. Um, <laughs> Doug denies Arthur permission, needless to say. Arthur says he doesn't need his permission and that this was his chance of breaking the news to Douglas. Doug is livid and tells Carrie to come down that she's in the shower. Nice. Doug tells Arthur that he's not going going to marry his aunt. And Arthur responds, so I'm good enough to be your father-in-law, but not your uncle. Well, you can't stop me, nephew. Wish I could do. We've got to find a way to add these clips because they're just too good. Really good stuff. Uh, anytime Kevin James and Jerry, Jerry Stiller are together, it's magic. Um, Doug then goes to see his Aunt Sheila. Um, he tells her she needs to pump the brakes on this relationship, which we don't have to pump brakes anymore because we don't live in the 70s. Um, he tells her Arthur is going to ask her to marry him. And Sheila says she doesn't want to marry Arthur. Um, and at that point, the elevator door rings, and here comes the, the biggest <laughs> character and funniest character of the whole bit. With, and he never really says anything, but it's Mr. Joe Garver, um, Arthur's nemesis. Sheila says, what? He met him at the party, and she had a good night. She looked hot. Douglas is, is pretty upset to learn about this. Even though he doesn't want Arthur to marry his aunt, he doesn't want Arthur to get hurt. And Sheila says she'll talk to Arthur tomorrow and closes the door. Ding. The elevator door rings again, and it's Arthur getting off with flowers for Sheila. Actually, this is a good question for Jellybean. You ever given a girl flowers? I'm sure I have, buddy, but those are private records. This is a family show. This is a family show. Family, show, and privacy are the themes today. Um, he accuses Arthur, uh, pronouns pal, accuses Douglas of trying to sabotage Sheila and tells him to get out of the way. And in my notes, I completely botched that. He says, <laughs> I don't want to move you to Douglas, nor do I think I could, which <laughs> I really, really like that line. I don't know why. It's just the way he says it. Uh, Douglas tries to keep Arthur from going in. By talking to him, but no luck. Arthur goes into Sheila's, very excited with his flowers. And he returns with his head down and he's upset. Um, Doug is there waiting uh, and Arthur asks him, what are you looking at? Um, while they're waiting on the elevator, Doug then comforts Arthur, puts his, his arm around his shoulder, which is actually 
really good scene. It's first time you kind of feel actual love between Doug and Arthur, which is kind of hard to come by sometimes. Jellybean, what are your thoughts on this interaction with Douglas and Arthur? Oh, it's heartwarming, buddy. I, I enjoyed it. Was that sarcasm? No, I liked it. It was a good scene. He you think, loves art. Do you think there will ever be a time when you put your arm around Coon Dog like Doug puts his arm around Arthur? I think so. I think that uh, might be out there in the future, but it's coming. I can't wait. I'm pretty excited. We think it'll be when like Coon Dog, you know, just can't quite make that last cornhole thing to win and, and you're trying to console him and and um I don't know. I gotta see this. This will be interesting. Um closing scenes we see Douglas and Carrie on the couch. Yeah. I noticed something in the scene um that may be kind of a weird one, but Arch Arch wearing a ready a wedding ring in this scene. Does he always wear a wedding ring as ever since his last wife passed away I'm, I'm gonna be curious to look for that in the next episode but i just happened to notice he had a wedding ring on when he got off that elevator i did not notice that um yeah I think they're just paying homage to seinfeld and uh you know if you wear the wedding ring even though you're not married you're you're more attractive um so maybe that's what he's doing i don't know i never noticed that you got a lot of things to keep up with that you brought up from a consistency standpoint. Do you have to get a little chart over there? You got to keep people on their toes, man. But I mean, for you though, as we get to episode 25, 26, do you have these things written down? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Probably a pretty good chance. I'm going to forget at some point. (laughs) What do you think about that? Mr. Consistency says he's going to keep up with these things. I'm going to hold him accountable. (laughs) I I guess we're going to have to hold him accountable. Boom dog. Do you have anything to say there? You know, I'm ready. I'm up for the challenge. (laughs) Okay. You got your finger in there. So I thought you were trying to signal me there. No. Um, (laughs) Okay. Great podcasting. Um, So uh, closing scenes, we see Douglas and Carrie on the couch. Doug's reading a newspaper covering his face as Sarah walks in looking pretty roll tied herself. I thought she looked pretty good here. Um, Carrie asks her, where's Spence and what happened to the photo shoot? Disappointed, Sarah says, we're done. Um, and Carrie says, what do you mean you're done? You just started five minutes ago. And Sarah says, it was so weird. He put the film in the camera. And as soon as I started posing, he shot his whole roll in like 10 seconds. And then he runs off saying, nothing like this has ever happened before. To which Carrie says, they always say that. Vincent, what are they talking about here? Have you ever heard anybody say that? I will once again remind you that this is a family show. Vincent, we're going to have to really just just have a long discussion with Adam off air and just fill him in. Yeah, we're going to have to have a sidebar. I mean, I guess I just have never really heard that before, and maybe, maybe you two have heard that a couple times, and that's why you all get it. I'm just teasing. Uh, but if we could spend some time talking about this, that would be, that'd be good. Um, to what Carrie said, Douglas pulls the paper down to look at Carrie, and Carrie kind of sends him this really laughing, funny glance. Um, really enjoyed that. Uh, 
that's it. Episode five is in the books. Uh, man, I really liked it. Um, Josh, what is your chicken wing rating for this episode? What was your favorite line? And who is your MVP? Yeah, I like this episode a lot. Good call on the on the good sode. Definitely had some really good stuff in it. Had I'm probably gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it 38 chicken wings. Uh, actually, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it 39 chicken wings. Big difference there. So uh, I really uh, there's a lot of good lines. I had a hard time picking a line here. I really liked Art's delivery of "Why buy the cow? Why buy the cow? You can get the milk for free." And I like that one a lot. I liked when he said, when he talks about, uh, uh, he's got another one of Doug's ants coming over. <laughs> but I think I'm going to give the line of the sode to, actually, this might be the only time she wins it, to Sarah at the very end when she uh, goes into what, uh, what old Spence did about uh, shooting his whole role in like 10 seconds. That's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Again, we'll we'll you know we'll explain that to you off air. I know you're a little, little uh, you know out of the loop right now, but we'll we'll fill you in. So, did you say who your MVP was, or did I miss that? I did not. It's uh, my MVP is Art for this one. He was he was good. Hard to argue Makes with sense. that, right? No, hard to argue. Jelly Bean, same questions. Yeah, got to go Art for the MVP. I mean, it's. Couldn't find anybody else that was worthy. And all the one-liners we've already mentioned, it was great. He's got another one of Doug's ants coming. And the lobster put him over the top was my favorite line. And for the wings, this is definitely my favorite episode of the season by far. I'm going to go 32 wings. Nice. I like it. So, for me, I said 40 wings. Because after the last couple of episodes, I was starving, and boy, am I full now. Um, wings! Um, so, favorite line, there's lots of options, um, but I think my personal favorite, I don't know why it's so funny to me, but when Arthur tells Doug to step aside, because he what, doesn't want to have to move him, nor does he think he could. <laughs> Just the way that he says that really, really makes me laugh. Um, so that was my favorite line. Uh, MVP of the episode, I'm going to give it to Sarah because um, this is – is this her last episode? I'm not real sure. But this is the last one where she was kind of featured prominently. I thought she was pretty funny. Uh, maybe, maybe just – I'm just going to give it to her to be nice. Um, because I'm a little worried that <laughs> she might not ever get any credit and uh, already feel bad for her. So I'm going to give it to Sarah. Right. She was pretty yeah. funny in this episode. Yeah, she, she did a good pretty, job. Yeah. She's pretty funny. So I got I got one correction here on something I said earlier. I, I looked up Not Cocky a little further. Uh, I was mixing it up with a, a different game, some sort of uh, – I don't know what the game I was talking about is called, but Not Cocky is not what I described it just before any one of our millions of listeners wants to write in and blast me. So I uh, just want to go ahead and get that, that uh, correction out there. So what is it? It's, it's what it, I, I, don't, I still don't really know. I mean, I have a picture of it, but I can't tell what, what the premise is. I think, I think it's like, I think it's what it sounds like. It's like you knock a puck with a little stick. Uh, maybe it's just miniature hockey sort of or something. I don't know. It's weird. 
Hey, um, Adam, I have a question for you. Oh, boy. This ought to be a good one. You think any of our listeners are, are still awake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Coon Dog. I mean, I, I can't win. I mean, with Adam, my, my answers are too short. And with, with Pinson, they're just they're just too long. So, And I don't know what to do. Well, just do your Google search in uh, – before the episode begins would be my my first recommendation uh, but it's it's i love where your heart's at you're trying really hard so i'm sure our listeners appreciate it man it would kill the spontaneity i mean we're trying to be raw here uh, it's definitely raw good <laughs> dog i think you're doing a great job i think your interesting facts are probably some of the best facts um i've heard in a while uh, so keep it up man we're just we're just trying to have a good time here and entertain you. That's all we're trying to do. And we hope that people who are still awake are entertained, that's for sure. So, uh, next week we're covering an episode entitled Head First. That's right, Head First. Um, in this episode, Doug tries to get Carrie to pay more bedroom attention to him by becoming Arthur's playmate. But can Doug withstand Arthur's crazy amusement? Well, after reading that and reading the title, and I know what you guys are going to say. Boy. Um, <laughs> what, is, what is this title? Uh, maybe we can get into it next week, but I don't really understand the title. Can either of you explain it? Well, we're definitely going to have to have a sidebar before next week's episode um, because this is a family show. Oh, the good thing is they can't cancel us because we still have Zoom, and this is pretty fun. Uh, but excited about that episode. It's another really, really, really good episode that cracks me up. Coon Dog, Jelly Bean, thank you guys for today. I'm going to try not to mess this up. And Kevin, maybe you can wait, but we can't. It's your turn to reach out to us. Peace out. See you next weekend.